Hogwarts on the Hudson. What the fuck is this? That's my professor. So I love this. Um, hey, we we should we should. This is this could. Be Do fun, we need right? to actively embrace mortality in order to be truly human? That's, is this part of what love right, is? This is like That's getting what we're going to be discussing I, okay, today. As uh, someone, do we need to hey, embrace hey, mortality? Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Can we take it from the top? Yeah, let's restart. The whole thing? This is gold. Well, no, it's not. Okay. It's really bad. The last thing I Three, want to do is talk about philosophy. Two. I hate philosophy. I jump from thoughts to sword like a flea jumps to a lie. You could give an aspirin the headache of its life. Maybe it's the crazy that I'd miss. Welcome to Supergroup Presents The Wombat. This is our second take. Declan took about six tries last time to get us all to say The Wombat. We wouldn't. You know, okay. So, we just... Or last week, Declan was in a play called The Mystery of Edward Drood. Edwin. Edwin, whatever. It's a stupid name. But um, the, part Way of the gag was that Britain. they'd be like, the mystery of Edwin Drood. They like they would like um, bang on something. They would like clap. And I feel like the Kitty Wombats. Kitty had a banging stick. Yeah, we should get a banging stick. We need like some sort of rhythmic cue. Yes. To get along with it, because it's so much more fun to say Edwin Drood than yeah. the Wombats or Supergroup Presents, so we need yeah. to come up with something better if you want to get us in unison. In any case... Be more creative, Declan. Um, welcome to Supergroup Presents the Wombats. Uh, this is our fourth episode. And our um, final one about the Wombats. Our final one on Series 1, is, which is what I'm calling our exploration of the Wombats. Um... It is on their fourth studio album, uh, Beautiful People Will Ruin Your Life, which there was some discussion, but we believe came out on February 9th of mm-hmm. this year, 2018. Yeah. Um, which was not not too long ago. Yeah, it wasn't um, really that long ago. It's kind of weird. Three weeks. Three weeks. Yeah. yeah. We were talking about before how like February also like flew by. Mm-hmm. It did indeed. And I, it's very upsetting because we're now a month closer to graduation, fellows. Hey, why yes. did you say that? But you know, on good news, my life is set. How are y'all doing? <laughs> wow. Um, I mean, that's so much an off mic conversation. <laughs> um, so yeah, so we're gonna be diving in. It, Rachel, if you'd like to reiterate for our second take, what uh, your initial comment on oh, beautiful oh. people ruin your life, guys? Guys, this album is so fucking lit, fam. It's amazing. I am so proud of it. I love it. It's, you two can join the lit fam. <laughs> it's, it's fam. It's a lit. It's so lit. <laughs> no, um, it's really good. Yeah. I, really I mean, is. we'll talk about, um, like our overall album impressions at the end when we kind of, um, write and review, but I think we all have really positive reactions to it overall. Yeah. 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 That I, sounds I, like I an to, uncertain positive reaction. I will have reaction. to qualify some of it. Um, I, you know, in the, the yeah, of the I think weeks. there's definitely things that are like nitpicky things that I have issue with. My first listen was definitely like just jaw dropped amazement and enthusiasm. Yeah, um, there's stuff that I am um, to pardon the pun because "Lemon to a Knife Fight" is on this album souring on. Um, it's not "Lemon to a Knife Fight." I actually <laughs> still love that song. Did Under, you um, purposely choose souring to say not? I think to... you did. Yes. I think you might have yeah. set I up think this and was paid a perfect... off that joke by yep. himself. No, uh, I don't. Yeah, I think you. that joke only satisfied you. Well, I feel satisfied. So you know, um, you shouldn't qualified it first. <laughs> in any case, um, I, there are things on this album that I don't like as much on a second or third listen to. Um, 
But See, I have the I had the exact opposite. When I first listened through, there's a lot of things I was like, ooh, I don't know about this. But then as I got used to the album, I was like, okay, this is fine. So that's interesting. But yeah. um, I guess so. Should we just like get into some fave tracks? Yeah. yeah. Um, so um, if you want to, so Luis and I. Oh yeah. Okay. So basically, the way that we're gonna before I talk about me and Luis's thoughts, the way this kind of the format of our podcast is we talk about our favorite songs, then we talk about our least favorite songs, and to qualify our least favorite songs, they're not necessarily bad. We just don't really like them as much. Right. So there's that. Um, <coughs> and then. Yeah, then at the end, we'll do overall album impressions and a score um, out of 10. So I guess, back to what me and, Lu- me and Luis's thoughts, um, we were talking about this before, because Declan was like 20 minutes late to our wow. scheduled recording. This is not a call-out podcast. This okay? is a call-out this podcast. This is not a call-out, it's This a is the roast of Declan Murphy. Save this for Rachel's other podcast, Teeing Up with Rachel Poe. Exactly. Guys, watch out. I'm going to come up with just like a total gossip podcast, but not like a shitty like E! News gossip podcast. This shit's going to matter, okay? Right. Um, anyways. No disrespect to our friends at E! News. Uh, a major disrespect because they totally, f- <laughs> like, a side note, Which- they totally screwed over one of their correspondents and they like pay, they like stereotypical, like, overpaid the male, underpaid the female yeah. thing happened. Oh, yeah. So screw you, E! News! But Anyways. also sponsor us. No, Angry Orchard sponsor us. Okay, so let's... So, that was a tangent. So, uh, Louise and I earlier were kind of talking about, before Declan showed up, our favorite songs on the album, and Louise has been texting me nonstop about this one song, and I feel like we should just kind of put this one out front yeah. from the get-go. We should. Oh, and then go into our more specific yeah. favorites. Cause, so both Luis and I said that our first and foremost favorite would have to be Turn. And we were wondering if Declan mm. also agrees with this. And we just put that above on this nice little pedestal. Ooh, I I mean, it's t- I'm trying to separate out my thoughts here because I love stuff that was coming out um, as singles. And it's hard for me to think about that in album context because I do love turns so, so much. Right. Um, but I don't know if it would be my number one pick. Okay. Ouch. Well, Luis and I still stand by turn as our favorite, I think. Yeah. Well, what I like about turn so much is that, especially the line, I love the way your brain works, is the one that sticks with me the most. Yeah. And um, so for me, that's kind of the kind of love song that I want someone to sing to me that's kind of the thing I want someone to say to me it's like I love the way you think Uh, you know it's not always the most positive song and like not not the most positive love song but like that line specifically really gets me no I yeah absolutely I I love turn I'm just um yeah it's I have another also the line better uh the line uh, I want to get college girl drunk tonight no (laughs) interferes um no mountains to climb is like, yes, that is my constant mood. So, same fam. <laughs> um, okay, but yeah. I mean, more specific, I, do you have anything else to add to it? About Turn? Yeah, because um, you've been like, you've specifically texted me like, I, a couple times I don't about know. Turn. It's just, it's, I know last episode we kind of talked a lot about how um, the way I approach music is a lot of how I feel about it when I'm listening to it. Mm-hmm. And Turn, Turn gets me like very emotional. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, 
not to the point of tears, but I get I get like a very like strong kind of like surge of feeling like any time yeah. I'm listening to it. Um, and I think it's I think it's in part just because it's musically it's so big, mm-hmm. um, and it's lyrically like just incredibly sweet. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean I don't I don't really have anything to tack on to I what you like said. I feel like it was an I think it was in the Modern Glitch episode where I was like, guys, if the album comes out like right now. Turn is my top pick and. As much as I love the album, I don't think any of the songs necessarily topped my opinion of Turn. There are definitely songs that, in the context of the ones that came out on the album, that I really like. Um, But we also have to factor in, we've had a lot more exposure to the singles. Yeah. yeah. No, it was definitely kind of weird listening to the album, and the first four songs were all songs that I already knew. Yeah. That was a little weird. Because the the single tracks, um, for our viewers, were... Lemon to a Knife Fight was first, mm-hmm. which was, it's a really good song, but I maybe wouldn't have paid as much attention if it wasn't a debut single. Uh, mm-hmm. Turn was the second single, and that yeah. was great, and I listened to that incessantly. And yep, then Cheetah Tongue do. was the third single, third single, but that was right before the album. So no, and then, and then Black Flamingo released. No, Cheetah Tongue came out slightly before, and then Black Flamingo was literally, legit, like, maybe a week before the album dropped. Okay. So I mean, lemon, lemon to a Knife Fight dropped last year, didn't it? Yes. It dropped in, like, December. It dropped in December. I distinctly remember me and Declan one night drunkenly being like, oh my god, the Wombats just dropped a new song, and, like, playing it as we walked through campus, like, yeah. fucking nerds. <laughs> okay. Um, I, yeah, I wrote a 500-word review of just that one song right. for the paper, so. That sounds like something we would do. Yep. Um... Yeah, so so Luis, you're you're sticking with number one pick is turn. It's not our number one pick; it's our pedestal pick, and then we'll get into our other favorite songs. <laughs> yeah, no, I is mean that I a have turn pedestal pick. Yeah, no, I mean I I'm I'm sticking with it. I do have another um, that I yeah okay, I have another I favorite have, song. We can elevate that as as a great track. I'm absolutely yeah. Favorite. I just yeah. figured I thought we would qualify it as because both Luis and I wanted to pick that song originally, and yeah. I think since we both like it so much, and you seem to like it a lot too, yeah. that we would like talk about it before, and then we could get into our yeah. more, okay. like, more yeah. diverse... We always end up doing, because we have honorable mentions for a reason, with yeah. these albums, there's so many good songs that if we just did yeah. a, one favorite for the three of us, we would be missing so many amazing tracks. Yeah. So, having said how great Turn is... I think I think you should jump in with what your pick is. Great. Okay. Yes. I swear um, to God, if your pick is my pick, I'm gonna be so mad. Uh, <laughs> that might happen. Um, I went. Uh, I so a lot of the times I think I've talked about this on Modern Glitch, like, or no, on Glitterbug. I'll I love albums and I'll listen to full albums, but I'll pick out one or two songs from my like Spotify song rotation, mm-hmm. um, and those are songs I can listen to whenever or constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I had two for this album that immediately upon release. Uh, after the singles, I was like, oh, I need to listen to this, like, every day. So, my pick for best song on this album is Black Flamingo. Oh. Um, okay. Black Flamingo and Lethal Combination, uh, which I, I assume will, will, might be someone else's pick, but I don't want to uh, Not my pick, um, but honorable mention, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Black for Flamingo sure. immediately went into my Spotify saved. Um, and I love Black Flamingo um, a little bit background when I saw them in January they opened with Black Flamingo yeah. which I thought was really cool huh. it um, was very different they were just kind of like yeah this is a new song enjoy and we're like what yeah but <laughs> it's also I think it's kind of nice to, to open with an unfamiliar because you already have the built in energy of look we're coming on stage and then you yeah. can hit someone with something they've never heard I could have sworn mm-hmm. I think when they when I because Declan and I both saw um, the Beautiful People tour but we went to different shows he went mm-hmm. to the DC one I went to the New York one and I think think if i remember correctly about the show i saw they started with give me a try which i said last oh, time nice. i think is 
the perfect opening song. Yeah. Because it's very catchy. The intro is great. I love the mm. intro. Um, and I think I think if they did give me a try and then Black Flamingo. Um, mm-hmm. But either way, yeah, no, I totally love the song. I think it's very, it's very unique. And also something that I noticed was that um, the concept of, like, Black Flamingo, I think they mentioned it in Cheetah Tongue. They specifically said Black Flamingo and Cheetah Tongue. Yeah. Which I think is so cool. Like, I think there's a, a lot little... of little callbacks on this album. I think yeah. it's very, which... it speaks to its unity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which we'll talk about more with, like, overall album impressions. Right, but right. I think just putting that out there now, like, I think, yeah, Black Mango is a capital B banger. Yeah. It's a great song. It's really high energy, um, which I love about it. Um, I think that even just that little guitar intro gets me into it every time. And then... The chorus is great, oh, and it yeah, really. Yeah, I love the. Um, yeah. The what it's it's got a really nice progression, especially with "Give Me a Leg, Give Me a Leg to Stand On" at the end is such a very, mm-hmm. like that pulls back on it, which only emphasizes how energetic it is. Yeah. Um, so musically and compositionally, I mean, I just love Black Mingo. It's so much fun. It's like you can play it at the gym, you can play it at a party, you can play it like on your walk to work, which is mostly what I do. Yeah. Um, and it really just brings up my mood. So mm-hmm. that, that's I feel it. Yeah, I agree. Um, so Luis, do you want to go or do you want to Um, so aside from, aside from turn, which we already spoke about, um, I'm going to actually, um, I kind of, I kind of, I kind of played myself a little bit with this album because, um, Lemon to a Knife Fight hit my, hit my like, my like Apple Music, like new playlist. Um, and that immediately went into my rotation and I ended up, I really kind of played myself out of Lemon to a Knife Fight. Like I still love it. Um, had I not done that, um, it would have been Lemon to a Knife Fight, but, uh, I'm actually going to pick, I don't know why I like you, but I do. Ooh. Wow. Okay. Okay. Before you say anything about why you feel that, let me just say, finally broke the end of the album slump. Oh my God. We've been talking about this for the, all the albums that the last song on each album is just, we've not liked it. We've, it's not been, besides like Schumacher, I think wasn't that just like, eh, it's okay. It's not- My first wedding is is potentially a good song, but is marred by three minutes of bells and silence. Yeah, yeah. So what I like about I don't know why I like you, but I do is that it finally it's an actual closer. Ah. Yeah, it it closes like, the album. Let the angel light shine shine down on it. <laughs> yeah, and what? Uh, yeah, sorry, I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to. Yeah, I just wanted to good. put that out there because that's something we've had a problem mm-hmm. with with all the past three albums. So like. Yes. Yeah. No. I, I. I think. I think part of it really speaks to that, but I think also there's a lot of there's a lot of ways in which um, you know it really is a capstone song because I think a lot of the album is talking about kind of you know the the way this relationship is going and how yeah you know they're fighting you know what's what is it I want to love you but it hurts in Black yeah. Flamingo like mm-hmm. the entire album is but it hurts hurts hurts, hurts. yeah Boom. that's how catchy it is we so, have to stop and sing it. <laughs> So I think I think the fact that the resolution is like, this is what this is where I am. This yeah. is what I feel. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I, this you know, and it just lays everything you out there. You know what? And I mean, that, that, I never even thought of it as a the whole the album as a whole as an evolution of a relationship. I knew most of the songs were kind of relationshipy, but they all kind of are not. Yeah. Which is kind of nice. Yeah. And now that you said that, I'm like, holy shit! Like. 
I have that, like, exploding mind gift thing going on right now. Galaxy <laughs> brain? Galaxy yeah. brain. I have a great thought. Remind me on that, because I have a, a thought for overall album impressions. I don't want to derail us, but okay. I, in yeah. terms of the evolution of the Wombats, oh. I yeah. think you're speaking to that really well. Mm-hmm. Um, any other thoughts on sure. Don't Know I Like You, But, but, but I Do? I, um, I mean, just I like of... the sentiment of that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I really like the sentiment. I think the writing is on point. Um, I think musically... I it's I think it's just kind of killer. It's just a bit understated. There's a bit of reverb over everything, so it's mm-hmm. kind of floaty. Yeah. Um, but it's 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 just a really good song that I yeah. Cool. I yeah, feel like definitely. that's the kind of song you would listen to in like a slow spinning bed when you're looking up at like galaxy lights. Um, like we all do all the time. Oh yeah. <laughs> I sorry. Is this not a goal of you to have a spinning bed? Is that just me? No. I think that might just be you. I'm, I mean, I'm mostly joking, but also at the same time. <laughs> Okay, so my top pick, actually, despite the fact, I would say all of those are honorable mentions. Most of this album is actually an honorable mention for me, but I would say for my topic, so I wrote a review of this um, for the paper, uh, which is like a, it's literally called the paper. It's, it's our like, university's alternative that journal. Anymore. Yeah. It's fine. We all worked on it. Um. We were editors until we got booted this past semester because we got too old. Hey, murderers. Um, and uh, so I wrote a review of it, and my two top picks were Turn and then this other one, um, which is Out of My Head. Because, oh. okay, so, you know, we've talked about a lot um, how the ballads of the Wombats albums are usually somehow related to mental health. Mm-hmm. And I was just so disappointed in Isabel because I thought that it lost that vibe. Really you know what? Let me talk Declan. We already had our argument about Isabel. <laughs> but I personally was really disappointed in Isabel, so I was kind of waiting for that the ballad of this album. And I oh, I am satisfied. It's so good. Um, I have to ask, because I thought the ballad of this album was I Only Wear Black. No, I think it's... I think it's... Um, I mean, we're, we're, we're bending these categories. Yeah. Out of my head. No, I think, it, I think it's out of my head. I would okay. call it. I think I only wear black as, like, almost too oh, upbeat, yeah. in a way. That's true. No, yeah. I would say it's out of my head, yeah. Okay. All right. Wow. Continue. I'm sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Um, no, I love it. I, yeah, so I think what I like about this, again, um, as I've been mentioning before, is, like, the lyrics and the sentiment of it, um... Uh, I'm stuck in a gift shop with hours to burn. <laughs> I think is very so wombatsy. Like one of my favorite parts about uh, the wombats and their lyrics is that they're able to convey these feelings that you can't describe, um, and they do it so uniquely and so, in such a way that is very much their own style that it really drew me to them. So this song felt very wombatsy to me. I could really relate to it. Uh, it redeemed the melodramatic ballad um, of the Wombats albums. And, yeah, I really, yeah. I'm trying to think of other reasons why I like it besides the fact that I do, and I will fight anyone on it. But, uh, yeah, that's my topic. Yes. Um, Lethal Combination uh, definitely has to be honorable mention for me. I also feel like that's a continuation of the sort of the through-album narrative we've talked about, the meta-album narrative of something like uh, anti not anti D or um, walking disasters. This rela- idea of a relationship that is beautifully toxic, if that makes sense. Um, 
I really love that. I think it's really well done musically. And then Cheetah Tongue is an amazing opener. Cheetah Tongue um, is a great opener. I totally I would, agree. I totally actually, agree. I'm I'm going to take a stand here. Cheetah Tongue is the best Wombats opener. Wow. Um, I would have to go... Oh, we love you know Tales what? Of. No, I love Tales of. No, but... no, no. But Tales of doesn't even really count as an opener. That's it true. Is. It's I... a preamble. Yeah. It's a preamble. It's an opener. So the, the argument would then be Kill a Director is really the opener of... Guide to. Yeah. No, I, think, so, I think you're splitting hairs there. I think that's... I, I if think, we're talking about the best first song on the album... Well, no. Okay, if we're talking about like, just first best song... Or yeah, best first like song, I agree first, with you. Like, track I, ones. Moticons, not really doing it for me. I can't... What is Perfect Disease, this modern glitch. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Tales Of is for Guide to. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean... So I, I definitely... I definitely but, um, agree with this. as Just as a blatant... Blatant opener, I think Cheetah Tongue has it. Cheetah Tongue was great, and honestly, Cheetah I think Cheetah Tongue should have been the lead-off single. But um, that's I kind think of no, I think hairs. Lemon to the Knife Fight, Lemon to a Knife Fight is okay. I like Lemon to a Knife Fight is not the caliber I think of the other two, three singles. That but were when out. it first came out, you thought it was right, mm-hmm. but because it was early in the release cycle, that's the problem. Okay, um, I Touché. think I might have indicated you know, indicated that in my review I'm, that the Wombats operate in a couple of modes. Uh, goofier, kind of very earnest, and then and then the kind of third that is a combination of the two. And Lemon to a Night Fight is definitely in their goofy mode, and I like that, but I don't... I think the truly iconic tracks that they do are more sentimental than Lemon to a Night Fight is. So, mm-hmm. um, so I didn't love it as much as I think there's a lot... Um, more at play in Shoot a Tongue. Well, you know what? I think that this is kind of leading us out of or uh, leading us into our least favorites uh, tracks. Yes. And so we need Yeah, we really need to, on that low note, um, switch out the batteries and our microphones. So we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back well, for you guys momentarily. Yeah. Bye. Something, something, Squarespace. Yes, mm-hmm. and we are still covering Beautiful People Will Ruin Your Life. Yeah, we had to take a quick break so Louise could change the batteries and also I could eat some Doritos. That was a good choice. Good choice. Yes. Um, Were they the Lady Doritos? No, they're not. They're Lady, the that's normal my favorite Beatles song. Unisex Lady Doritos, children Jeez. at your feet. Man, if they ever actually make those Lady Doritos, they should make that the song. It's just Lady Madonna by the Beatles, but it's Doritos. <laughs> that would work. Um, Wouldn't it? Yeah. Do you think um, George Harrison's So time to take a more sadder note. Probably. Truthfully, because we now have to uh, talk about our, our least favorite tracks. Leasty favorites. And I think all of us will universally say that there's no inherently bad songs on this album. There's no thing. There's no Schumacher, the Champagne's here. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I'm, I'm, I am really, really struggling to pick one, I mean, like, wow, like, okay, see, I, no, I, I've, I've narrowed it down to like, I can't really remember what ice cream sounds like, so I kind of want to wow. reflexively just pick that. You know what? My, I like ice cream. It took me a while to get used to it. 
And I'm glad you said that because, so, the first time I listened, the first couple of times I was listening to Ice Cream, I was like, this literally sounds like Why You Only Call Me When You're High by the Arctic Monkeys. Yes. And it was only exclusively the chorus. The rest of the song, didn't notice it. It was just the chorus. And, um, and the song's good. Now, especially now that I've listened to it more, I don't, like, feel that way as much. Yeah. But, that's not my pick. But, um... See, it's interesting. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess you guys have been talking about this for a while before we got on air, but I... I have... I, um... <laughs> I have songs on this that I don't quite like. I mean, I know you guys have a very... Um... Really positive reaction to this album, and I, I definitely like it a lot. It's, it's near and dear to me, but... Um... I definitely have bones to pick with this album, and I'm... I, which I want to get into... See, I have bones to pick too, but there's not specific entire uh, songs. Yeah, okay. I yeah, I have, I have. I mean, the one I really nitpicky. Do we want to talk about the nitpicky stuff? Because I don't. Wait, actually, oh, no, yeah, okay, like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Backtrack, talking... backtrack. Declan, why don't you give your least favorite songs, and then Luis and I can get into our really nitpicky, stupid sure. feelings. Yeah. Okay, so um, for for my overall, if I had to pick an overall leasty favy, uh, it's Dip You in Honey. That was um, mine too. It feels very non-essential. Uh, we talked about this a little prior. Um, the opening riff is "Ticket to Ride" from the Beatles in a different key, and that really irks me. And it doesn't seem to go with the lyrics or the chorus. Um, so there's a real dissonance there. Um, and then I'm also very meh on White Eyes. I don't have like a strong opinion either way. Um, and I like white eyes. Yeah, I like you. Agree. I'm coming around on ice cream, but my initial reaction was not great. But dip you in honey is definitely a track that, like, I would fully rather they have left off. Um, whereas in contrast, I think we talked about this yesterday with Glitterbug, with the exception of Curveballs, and if you had cut the album before Curveballs, I would not have a single track on there that I do not like wholly. Right. Um, I think I said for my pick for songs that I don't like on Glitterbug, I think I said this is not a party, but it doesn't, it's not something I would ever need to skip in the same way that, like, if Dip You and Honey comes on, I'm like, let's just power through to the rest of the album, you know? Um, yeah, so I, 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 my enthusiasm for this album and its truly great tracks is tempered somewhat by the fact that I really don't like Dip You and Honey and there are tracks on here that I am very indifferent to. Which is kind of frustrating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think I think there's there's kind of a especially after like the first three tracks, I feel like the album kind of gets into this this kind of sea of like like good songs. Mm-hmm. Like none of them. You're like, putting Black Flamingo in that category. I I am. Here's here's the thing. Whoa. I also I have I have I have a. And this is this ties kind of into Rachel's nitpick more broadly. Um, I really, really hate the opening like four seconds of Black Flamingo, just especially oh, as at, like right after you come off turn and you get into this like screaming guitar. Yeah, it just it's very it's that, a very okay. dissonant. That's my that's my nitpicky thing is that I think the transitions are awful. Right, the beginning transli- transitions between like. Lemon to a Night Fight, Turn, and Black Flamingo are atrocious. They do disservices to the songs, I think. Yeah. Which sucks, because they're all such great songs. Yeah. And they deserve um, more than that, I guess. <laughs> but at the same time, I love the format. I love the layout of the album as a whole. But no, it's just, just those transitions versus... 
I think one thing that, you know, Modern Glitch actually did really well is at the end of their songs would, like, immediately fade into the beginning of the next one. So you I, knew that those songs were supposed to come after each other. I don't but, think that's ex- successful. I think we talked about that as an album. I don't care. Happy. Let me keep talking, Declan. <laughs> but, like, here, you have the end of turn, and then you go into the screeching of Black Flamingo, and it's so jarring that it makes Black Flamingo not as good. Okay, so compositionally, I think that's a problem. And again, I've been listening to Black Flamingo sort of decontextualized for a while. Right. Which yeah. is why I'm more sensitive, in uh, less sensitive to that. Mm-hmm. Um, at the same time, would, would you really want an a, a airplane over the sea style Wombat's no, I mean, album like, I, where I don't everything want... fades directly into the next song? No, I mean, no I'm I, just saying yeah. it could be better. The yeah, Wombats I absolutely doing, agree with that. The Wombats doing The Wall is like the last on my list of things <laughs> that I want to have happen. Is The like... Wall your benchmark for albums that flow? Because I went straight to Airplane Over the Sea because it'll literally go well, Let's just note that of... I have no idea what they're talking about right now. Neutral Milk Hotel? And uh, Pink Floyd. Yeah, I don't give a shit. If okay. you're, if anyone's curious, uh, Airplane Over the Sea turned 20 uh, in February as well. Oh, yeah. Um, go back who and is, listen to that. Who is knocking the... I'm um, sorry. Um, in the Airplane Over the Sea, <laughs> side note, great album. Tracks flow directly into one another. Yeah. Whew! All right. But I mean, other than... Um, I mean, other than uh, Ice Cream and I guess and I guess Debut and Honey in hindsight is kind of... I, I I read it as more goofy going in, so I kind of like discounted it more. But it is it yeah. is kind of a bit much. But I mean, like most of these songs are like they're just they're just good, you know? Yeah. They're just very good songs. Like like yeah. Black Flamingo is a good song. Wide Eyes is a fun good song. Vifo Combination sounds very modern. Like it sounds like an Ed Sheeran song to me, but like it's very I, good. I love Vifo Combination, um, but I Out of My Head is good. I Only Wear Black is great. Like <laughs> yeah. I, and yeah, so I mean I don't I don't like that. I really don't have that many issues with this album. I think a lot of it just lies in, you know, there's these this this kind of overarching thematic link, but the songs seem kind of they don't seem to respect that linkage mm. as as much. Okay, and that like the Black Flamingo turn transition was the one that really stuck out to me. I but, see. Yeah, I mean, other than that, um, yeah, I don't I don't have anything else. <laughs> Rachel, do you have do you have other hot takes about this album? I thought Debbie and Honey was sexual in a way that I couldn't get down with. Mm. Uh, Can you dig into that a bit more? Just like Nope, because okay. TBH, I binged this album for about a week straight, and I haven't really listened to it all the way since. Rachel's a fake fan. No, okay. I'm not. I'm trying to <laughs> preserve listen? its oh, goodness. Yeah. Okay. I, that, all right. Okay. I'd see, that's interesting, because I... I did listen to it a lot the first week, and then not so much when I was busy, and then again today, and that is when I started to be like, oh, I don't like Dip You and Honey as much. Um, on a first listen, it is it is a flawless album, um, and it's over time that like some of the cracks, I think, become a little more apparent, which is not to say, again, there's stuff that gets better and better the more you listen to it. Cheetah Tongue has only grown, in my estimation, yeah. since its release. Mm-hmm. Um and turn is is I would say an instant classic, and retains that status. But I definitely think there are things that are perhaps a little weaker on a on a second listen, on a third listen, and you know down the line on a tenth listen, you'll be like, oh, am I listening to you know dip you and honey again? <laughs> you yeah. know, um, which uh, it feels like I'm coming down on this album, but only because I think you guys are really enthusiastic about it, and we're both 
shared in sharing a certain amount of enthusiasm enthusiasm about the truly great tracks on here. Yeah. Um, so my, my desire is somewhat to counter that even Mm -hmm. though in my heart of hearts, I still truly love this album. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't think we really have anything else to say, really. Do you want to just jump into scores? Well, okay. Really wrap up quickly, unless you have, like, let's, other let's comments. Let's talk about, I don't have anything oh, else album negative as a to whole. say. Let's talk about album I, as a whole. I, I, yeah, I had a album as a whole thought from earlier, um, which is when you were talking about, um, I don't know why I like you, but I do, and sort of the progression of this album as a narrative. I think that this is, impressively, the Wombat's least, like, quote-unquote, angsty album. Um, I think there's a lot of, like, tension and, like, love and, like, drama, but it it feels very mature in how it's approached. Um, there's a sense, you know, that we, when we talked about in the first two albums, that's very tongue-in-cheek, that's very, like, we are, you know, like, still figuring this out and we don't know what's going on. There's a lyric on Here Comes the Love, love Anxiety where he literally goes... So with the angst of a teenage band, here's another song about a gender I don't never understand. You mean kill the director? No, that's. Think of the it's kill the director. director. Oh, this damn. is no Bridget, Bridget Jones. Jones. This is no kill the kill the. Yeah. Okay, um, but in any case, now Declan's the fake fan. Oh, <laughs> I'm the only take real one left. That back. Um, but in any case, uh, that's something that you could not. I don't think you can say about this album because even though no, no, they're exploring similar themes but I really do think there's a maturity to it like Turn you know is like an evolved perspective on some of the things they were touching on earlier I think you're right that I don't know why I like you but I do as a concluding song speaks to where they are emotionally and and I really love the um, what's really great about this album is that the sense, you know, it really is um, somewhat of a resolution to sort of the back and forth that's been happening in the past two and a half albums, you know? Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I think I think this is definitely... I'm, I'm almost having trouble, trouble placing this album in my kind of, just kind of in my head um, mm-hmm. when comparing it to the others. Um, and by that, I mean its relationship to Guide... Because mm-hmm. I, I really, I really, really do like this album a whole lot. And, and I'm, I keep kind of asking myself, if someone was like, I want to listen to the Wombats, where do I start? Like, which do I give them first? Like, do oh, I give man. them kind of, do I give them Guide? Which is, you know, it's, it's quintessential. It's classic. There are well-known, yeah. well-loved, well-trod songs on there. Or do you hand them Beautiful People? Which is, which is like you said, it's got that same emotional core, but it's, it's all, yeah. it's much more mature. It's much more, um, it's, it's like, it's like, um, Matt like understands his own feelings. Like you can kind of see yeah. in his writing, like he understands how to communicate emotionally way better to reference, um, the lyric you pulled up before. Like he has songs about fights and he has songs about, you know, love and he's still trying to be, I think Dip You and Honey, you know, for its faults is still trying to be kind of like, playful and yeah. sexy in a way um so i mean i i i'm i'm really kind of i'm i i'm i find myself just kind of very impressed and trying to figure out how how i really feel about this album at the end of the day yeah um on your question do i show them guide or this album guide without a doubt 
it's not that Guide is inherently better than this. I think Guide is a better introduction to the Wombats. Okay. Um, just because um, you get the quirkiness of the Wombats more in Guide. And, like, I think you need to listen to, like, um, Dance to Joy Division. Or, and, wait, is it Dance to Joy Division? Let's yeah. I don't know why I'm thinking it's Jump. Probably because I don't dance, I jump. Okay. Um, but, like, you need to listen to that. And Here Comes the Anxiety and Killer Director. I feel like you need to listen to those songs to understand the Wombats. See, I would give them Glitterbug and tell them to look But you like Glitterbug more than the rest of us do, so I think you're lying. Um, and Guide 2 <laughs> is the answer. I would, I would hand them the pair of Glitterbug and Guide 2. But, um, I would tell... Okay. I, would t- I think, if anything... Me as a fan, I got introduced to the Wombats with so- like singular songs and then slowly expanded to the yeah. album. So I think that's how I would approach it. Yeah. But I guess overall impressions of the album, I think it m- might be their most cohesive album since Guide 2. Okay. Um, I think Glitterbug was kind of a mess. And so was um, uh, Modern Glitch. I think they're both yes. kind of a mess structurally. Um, and... Yeah, no, I think this one kind of brings it all in. And when Louise pointed out that it might, most of the songs might be about the same relationship, I was like, oh shit. So I think that also adds something to it. But, um, yeah, overall impressions, I think this album's really strong, despite its, like, transitional flaws, mm. which I think can always be avoided if you just, like, put the album on shuffle. <laughs> which, you know, I do now. <laughs> um... <laughs> But yeah, no, I really like this album, and I'm very glad. I'm, how do I want to phrase this? Nothing about it disappointed me, and I feel like this was the first album of theirs that I was a conscious fan waiting for it to come out, <laughs> and it didn't disappoint, so I think that means a lot. So, okay. Yeah. Um, so is it time for ratings? Yeah, I think it, it is. Wow, we've okay. come to that point. Excellent. Um, Someone play like that opening line of "My Way," just really soft. <laughs> Why would we play a non-wombat song? That's you know what. Um, don't question me. Okay, I. And now the end is near, and so our face. And then we were sued by the Sinatra estate. Oh wait, we didn't. That wasn't thirty seconds. Well, no, like, we're okay. Um, in that case, who would like to start? Me. Rachel Poe. That was confident. Um, I don't know why, because I don't have a score in my head. I just like to go first. Um, <laughs> that works. Um, I think... You know that 15 so second should... skip button on podcasts? Yeah, this is the time click, to use click, it. Click, okay. click, then... So we went over our scores for all the albums last time. Yes. So I gave Guide to a 9, I gave Modern Glitch a 7, and I gave Glitterbug an 8. And I think I'm going to give... So the score that I gave it on my review that I wrote was a, out of five, just to clarify, it was a 4.8, so I think I might have to give it just 9.6. Wow, okay. Maybe, no, I'll give it, I'll bump it down to a nine for the sole fact of um, the logistical nitpicky stuff of it, like poor transitions, there's a, there's, it's not just once, but there's which is, like, I think the problem. I think you could kind of get away with, like, one accidental, oh, this sounds like another band. But it was a couple times. So I think that, so deductions. So, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Solid, solid nine. Great job, boys. I loved it. 
yeah, I'm. So for reference, I gave um, I gave Guide a nine. Um, I gave this modern glitch a six. I gave Glitterbug a five, um, and I think I'm gonna give Beautiful People um, an eight and a half, because um, I'm. It might it might just be kind of nostalgia filters, but I do think I do think this kind of this almost gets to this almost almost gets to where where guide is yeah. um but i think guide is still like like if if one wombat's album had to survive the apocalypse like <laughs> probably guide yeah um but yeah i mean i i really really like this album great um my scores have been a little weird relative to other people's um but i gave uh i gave guide to love lost and desperation an 8.8 .8. um i gave this modern glitch is 7.2. Um, I gave Glitterbug a 9.2. Um, and I'm, I thought I could give it a, just a flat 9. I give it a flat 9. That's a good point. Yeah, sorry. Um, flat 9. And I'm giving this Beautiful People an 8.5. Um, it's, it's, it's not as good as Guide 2 for me. It's not as good as Glitterbug, controversially. But it's still an amazing album that I cannot recommend enough. Um, and it really is one of those things, like, if you take, th you can take, you know, three, four, five great songs from this album and just listen to them for the rest of your life. Um, whether or not you listen to this whole album, like we do incessantly, um, there's something on here that you will fall in love with. Um, and I think that's really powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So... Um, that's that's it for the wombat. That was it. That is a wrap. I think it's on... really sad because I love the wombat so much. I'm like, what do you mean it's over? It's also senior year, so things ending for me. It's just not handling well. Yeah. Um, um, there's yeah. some stuff that we did not cover. Uh, there's Glitterbugs B sides EP, mm. not really worth a mm. full uh, podcast app no. about. Um, but we covered, you know. A whole lot of wombats. We covered what ten ish, ten eleven years. Yeah, yeah, from two thousand seven, two thousand eighteen. So. Yeah, yeah, um, uh, and it was a great ride. But okay, before we say anything, this is not the end of Supergroup Presents. Yes, we we don't want this to come across as we're ending Supergroup Presents. We're just it's the right. end of series one. Um. Right. We haven't decided what uh, group of albums or what band we're reviewing next because we can't agree. Truth be told, we just try to take a second to come up with some ideas and no one agrees with each other. So we're right. gonna we're gonna consult the spirits. So we're gonna consult yes. the spirits. Um, maybe in the next the next couple episodes we'll have some guests on. Yeah, get yeah. some other friends. Uh, who have we us. have other friends, by the way. We're yeah. very popular. Either either I oh, think yes. there's either two things we're gonna do for the rest of this. Either we're going to go through entire discographies, or we're gonna do like an album of a week thing. I don't know which one we're gonna do yet. Uh, stay tuned. Yeah, yeah stay, in, in the meantime, you can check out all of our previous episodes. You can uh, like and subscribe. Uh, can you like on iTunes? I, I don't know. Uh, you no. can review and subscribe. Yeah. You can review um, and subscribe. We're on iTunes and Podbean for yeah. those of you like me who don't use any Apple products because it's a corrupt organization. But that's and Android Samsung, totally yeah. isn't. Yeah. There's no, no Google has never done anything wrong there. Um, meanwhile, uh, Fight me. please, uh, yeah, just check yeah. us out on social. Like, let us know if you have thoughts. Yeah. Um, we'd love to hear that, and we'd love to hear your input moving forward. Twitter. It's probably going to be Supergroup Presents. 
Um, yeah, or I might have presents podcast. I yeah. forget which one it is. I might have made a Twitter at some point. And we might have about it. So uh, you could probably just search for us on Twitter and find it. Yeah. You'll yeah. find us. That will have all of the links to Didn't our other social at media. The we, we did from we tweeted at the Wombats uh, with our first episode, and they liked it. Um, but their it was from Lu- liked it. <laughs> yeah, their shout to their social media intern for liking it, but that was from Louise's account. Yeah. Okay, we're getting yeah. sidetracked. Um, but anyway. yeah, guys, uh, stay tuned. We'll be back with more, hopefully in the upcoming weeks. Yep. Uh, we'll probably take a week break. Yeah. I mean, hiatus. not as not as bad as our in between um, modern glitch and glitterbug. Sorry about that. But That's uh, okay. yeah, we'll be back with more and hopefully more. I love this album and more screw you. I'm right. You're wrong about favorite tracks. Yes. Well, thank you all so much for listening. Um, thank you. And thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye.